What happens when you decide that you are ready to take your life to the next level? I'm here to tell you your path to success will not be a straight or quick timeline. It will ask of you to shed your old story, build your emotional intelligence, and put down the story of struggle once and for all to bring your visions to life. This is the unedited audio doc narrated by me, Nina Hayes, providing real life examples and lessons to help you on your journey of becoming elite. So if you're ready, let's go. Haley, welcome back to today's podcast episode. How are you doing? Like, we are literally about to enter a huge season of growth. And I hope you've been taking care of yourself. Like, I hope you have been choosing to set those boundaries and choosing to walk away from things that don't serve you and choosing to really take care of yourself. Like that is just like the big thing right now. Um, I truly believe that this is not the season to put yourself last. And I also truly believe that self-sacrificing might have been the story of your life before, but it's time to rewrite that story. It's time to take care of yourself. It's time to really move into new seasons of authenticity. And being authentic is the word that really has been permeating my spirit this year. I think that when we are so used to people pleasing or going along to get along, especially if you're in the service industry, you can lose yourself behind the identity of who you are when you serve. You can almost stand behind it and your entire being disappears, you know? And this was the year where I really had to close doors, but I also had to walk away from unaligned relationships because I realized that it wasn't serving me to endure the disrespect that most people in the service industry are just expected to deal with. You know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I could never work in customer service or I could never work in the people industry because people can be crazy or people can be this or people can be that. And as you get older and as you grow, you almost um, get to that point where you're just like, yeah, I don't want to be disrespected. And I definitely don't want to sit and knowingly be in a situation where I need to correct and check the situation. So this year taught me a lot about that. It taught me a lot about standing up for myself and not expecting other people to do it for me. But it also taught me the other side about you will endure the consequences when you are simply a kind person that doesn't stand up for yourself. And that message I want to drive home today. I really want to talk to you about mental warfare, spiritual warfare, and I really want to dive into why I created my program, Becoming Elite, which supports this podcast. I took this entire year to really focus on the podcast and Becoming Elite. And I ended the podcast this year 
to one take a break i needed to figure out if this was something where you know if you walk away from it are you going to come back to it and two i found myself extremely frustrated because i was really noticing that with all the things that are going on in the world that people were simply not self-aware and i wasn't shocked to learn that 85 percent of people in the world today are not self-aware Okay, so if you don't know that tip, yes, majority of people in this world are not self-aware. And it's frustrating because when you're a person that goes out of your way to not be in someone else's way or you go out of your way to not be a burden to somebody else, you end up taking on the consequences of that because other people don't have that same self-awareness. And so when you go through life being like, I've always been a nice person, I've always been kind, I've always ensured that other people are treated well, I treat others the way I want to be treated, you almost can get very, very frustrated. I mean, this is where villain errors come from because you realize that one, people don't have the same awareness, but then you realize like if you have that awareness and other people don't, then it is your responsibility to establish that boundary there because that person doesn't learn by you constantly lowering your walls and your boundaries to give them what they need and it's a very like subtle thing because this is the world we're moving into before I talked um about a year and a half ago in the podcast about the boss chicks lied and that's why I really started diving into like this new age we're moving into that you're going to see over the next three to five years. We're moving into a period of authenticity even more and sadly authenticity is hated and I, I'm taking a beat on this because as authentic as people want you to be when you are authentic some people can actually not receive it well because it's like this person can't be authentic. I've been around so many fake people or so many inauthentic people that this person just, I'm waiting for something to drop so they can't be this authentic person. And that's such a huge wound because you are expecting people to be perfect. And when you're a person that is very careful with how you care for people, okay? Um, People pleasing, overthinking. When you have dealt with trauma from childhood to where you constantly have to make sure every person is where they need to be so that you don't get the afflictions of things being out of place. When you've constantly had to be the... um basically parentified, especially if you're the oldest sibling and you are finding that your parents are like, okay, well, you're basically the the third parent, right? You're, you're the parent over your siblings. When you go through that in life, you move a certain way. You don't go out here intentionally trying to screw people over. Now, this is not all And I want to make sure I do the disclaimer there because there is context, right? There are some people that have, you know, cracked and now they don't care and they're just out here doing whatever. There's also people that are not aware of self and they're out here possibly moving real, you know, 
real genuine, but they don't understand how it affects other people because they're so into their self. So there's so much nuance and context that's required for this type of conversation. So I want us to definitely be adults about that. But the biggest thing that I'm noticing is that when you understand that people don't have that same self-awareness, and then you also understand that you're very intentional with how you care for people, and that's why you serve people, and that's why you are so focused on the details of how you care for people. When you get across people that, one, don't have that awareness, but two, are not careful as you, you get to a point where it's like, I'm okay with cutting these people off. I'm okay with walking away from this particular thing because you've already given all the chances. And people who are not self-aware or people who end up getting cut off that don't understand what that type of boundary looks like with you, they may get upset and try to find any way that they can to come against you or to destroy you. Some people will tell you that they want to destroy you, right? And you have to be in a place where you're like, not going to fold. It's almost like when you're uh, the empath narcissist relationship, right? The empath is like understanding, right? Because of that empathy. But then the narcissist is so into self that they're not self-aware of how it could be hurting you because you you carry that so well. Like when people hurt you, you don't just go out here and be like, well, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you. And the narcissist is not there. The narcissist is like, well, I care about myself. So if you hurt me, then I'm going to do everything in my power to make you feel it as well. And when you're really in a place of like in your character, when things are like at their lowest, that's truly who everyone is. When you see that someone is different at the low points, you can't go back to the high. Like it's very hard to do that because you see how low that person is willing to go. And this is why I am so firm about as you grow, anything that's not growing with you, naturally there's going to be distance there. But you have to be in a place where you're just like, just because this person is having an adult tantrum or just because this person is making me the villain or just because this person is doing everything in their power to um, try to make me look bad, I am not a person that's going to turn around and be like, oh, well, I'm going to retaliate. And am I saying be the bigger person? Maybe. But I'm also saying really step into your power and figure out of all the work you've done to become your most elite self, is this really worth you getting out of character for? Right? And not a lot of people ask those questions. Keeping in mind, majority of people are not self-aware. So when a lot of people look at someone who is slandering another person or talking about another person or talking in a victim state or, you know, spreading whatever messages, right? They see the person that is visibly or that is saying they're hurt. And a lot of people pick a side and they go, oh, you know, this person is hurt. So now I am going to look at this other person as, oh, they're not hurt or, oh, they must be unbothered or, oh, they must not care. 
but not everybody wears their emotions the same way as other people do because they understand that it is not anyone else's responsibility to take on their anger or their sadness or their emotions in general. And this is a very, very mature conversation that is not really being had. But if you service people, you really got to understand this because in the business setting, you could be doing your job and being as professional as possible. And when another person is like, well, I don't like this policy and I want to have my way today, that person is taking on their emotions and making them your responsibility. Like, well, you made me upset or the policy made me upset. So now it's your responsibility to make me happy. And as you grow, a lot of times people who are truly empaths, like truly working on themselves, truly and intentionally ensuring that how they care for people is in a careful way, most of the time you end up eating a lot of the nonsense. So when someone is slandering you, you just eat it. You just like, okay, I'm not about to go toe to toe with you, you know? And that's the part that I want to say Michelle Obama missed. Like she left out when she was saying, oh, when they go low, we go high. It's not always easy to go high. Even though a person looks like, oh, they went high. They're so, you know, awesome. When you're in those moments, of having the low thrown at you. It's like the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. No, words do hurt. And words, you can't come back from words. And when you have a person that's really strong that goes into their own time, right? They go consult God before they try to retaliate and attack. When that person has that type of strength to be able to take on whatever things are thrown at them and they go on their own and they just process their emotions on their own so that they can come out and not treat other people some type of way because they felt like a bad moment affected them or being reactive. We have a person that's strong like that. A lot of people don't notice that person and they don't, they don't even apologize, right? So if you have a situation where there's, let's say a married couple, right? You got the person that's like, oh, that person didn't do this. They didn't do that. They didn't do this. And everything they say is that the other person was just so wrong, right? But when it comes to, well, what did you do? Oh, I did this. And I already said, I'm sorry. They look at that person that did all of that negative talk about the other person. And they almost are like, oh, well, let me be nosy, right? And they're like, oh, well, maybe the other person is bad. Right. Because the person that's actually talking about it is the one that's bringing things to light from their emotions, not necessarily from the full picture. But understanding that not everybody is fully self-aware when you see the person that's quiet, when you see the person that's moving on, when you see the person that seems to be unbothered, like they don't care. You have to realize that they are moving from a place that is the most healing. A person who is set on a person being seen in a bad light, especially somebody that they were once good with, was never a friend or a lover or a true person to them in the first place because they lack the self-awareness to understand that your character is there in those lower moments. Not just when things are high, 
And if you have a business, I want you to take other people out of the equation and I want you to look at your business, right? When things are good, it's easy to be doing all the things and to be, you know, pushing everything out. But when things are not so good in your business, how fast do you switch? How fast do you say, oh, you know, all these things were affecting my business and all these people messed up my business and that's why my business couldn't grow, right? That's the same type of conversation, right? For better or for worse. And I'm not just talking about vows. I'm talking about when times are good, are you the same when times are bad? When times are good, do you have the same amount of faith and the same words meaning the same thing when times are bad? And a lot of times that's going to mean you being unbothered and you moving on about your way. Because for one, it's nobody else's business what goes on behind the scenes in your marriage, in your relationship, in your business, it is nobody else's responsibility except you, God, the person you're with, and maybe a coach that can help you maneuver those blind spots. But it's not anybody else's responsibility to feel sorry for you. And when you get off track of what you're supposed to be doing and you move into, well, I'm going to make sure everybody knows that this wasn't this and this wasn't that and that and they did this and all of that. You're basically saying that you want everyone else to take their eyes off of you and you're being defensive when there's no need to be defensive, right? We can't handle business when we're constantly trying to deflect away. And and really, it's quite sad to see because in a mature type of conversation, we want to be able to talk about these things so that we can move on. Okay, it doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you're unbothered. It doesn't mean that you feel some type of way about somebody. It means this is business and we need to move on so that we can continue being about our business. When you aren't about your business, that looks like, and I want to make sure I preface before I go into this because I see so much sabotage happening in the business space and it's quite sickening to me because when I look at certain communities, I'm like, they don't have these issues. But when I look at other communities, I'm like, this issue is so common and no one is speaking about it because if you speak about it, it is not, or the people who have spoken about it are coming from a place of drama or they're coming from a place of attacking and the people who aren't speaking about it are basically eating these emotions and moving on because they simply just want to move on. And so understanding that, that is why I decided to reboot my podcast to support the program because I realized that there are people who have bigger problems than just how to get a client. Their bigger problem is how do I accept and receive the people that want to work with me when I've dealt with the betrayal, right? That's a whole different, you know, scope of that. They're not looking at, well, I'm afraid to be seen. They're looking at, I faced the fear of being seen. I put myself out there and this is what happens. My fear has been realized how do I try again, right? They're looking at, okay, I have worked so hard to put my passion and my craft out and to show other people how they can reach their results. And I've helped a lot of people, but the people who 
betrayed me or the people who had false expectations or the people I never thought would actually came against me. How do I now just let it go? Like, how do I now move on? Because now I'm a different person because not only did I endure this betrayal and I endure whatever went on in my personal life and I might've had to deal with the death in the family and I have this business to run and I have all these responsibilities and I'm taking on this weight and I'm the strong friend. But at the end of the day, I'm in a situation where no one can help me. So how do I now trust a coach or how do I now trust someone to pull me out of this hole to try again. See, these are the type of conversations that are not really talked about. And that's why I decided to create Becoming Elite. Because so many times, if you're creating something and you're sensitive about it, right? Like you created it to help people and it has helped people. And your service is just like your love language, However, it became your love language, whether it was through trauma or you genuinely love being a hostess and celebrating and, you know, making sure people are are fed and like that's your love language. You love to cook and people eat your food or you love to like prepare a space for people and you love to see their face when they're like, oh, my gosh, you did this for me. Like you love to do that. But you have to be honest deep down inside that you want these things for yourself as well. You really do want these things for yourself as well. And when you genuinely are out here moving with care and you genuinely care for people, like you're very careful about how you care for people. When other people are not that aware, it hurts. And anyone can say, well, no, you should just move on or whatever. But no, it hurts. Even, and I keep going back to this podcast episode, The Boss Chicks Lie, is because you're seeing now a lot of people who have been talking about money and calling themselves boss chicks and running around and, you know, basically building these large businesses are now realizing that they had a lot of emotional and mental things to process that they weren't able to process because they had so much required of them at that time to where, unfortunately, a situation happened where they were forced to sit back and be like, you need to reframe. And now they're in a position where they want to sit down and they want to do the podcast and they want to talk about self-care. They want to talk about protecting your mind. They want to talk about trying again. They want to talk about these things now because in that time of going through it, there was no one out here really talking about it. And if they did talk about it, it was never from a place of solution. It was always from a place of, well, you did this. Well, you did that. Well, you did this. Well, I did this. Well, this. And it became a point of slander. And so as we start to see this transition into a new age, yes, we're going to see authenticity, but we're also going to see that the perception that people have of authentic people and authentic situations has to be receptive that your side is not the only side. And that's where that self-awareness piece is coming in. People who are not self-aware are starting to see that not everybody thinks like them, but unfortunately, they may have to endure it the hard way. They may destroy their businesses or destroy their life because they're trying to destroy somebody else. But they don't see that because in their moment of 
doing whatever act negativity and things like that that they're doing, they don't see it until later, either it's done to them or they realize that they might have spent so much time in this negative space that it causes a domino effect where their numbers are going down or people are choosing not to deal with them or, you know, word gets out that, okay, this person is negative or this person is, you know, just, just being childish. So when it came to that, that is why I created the program. I truly want people to understand that when it comes to building a business, especially as women, when it comes to building feminine businesses and when it comes to being a woman in business, there's not always going to be a strategy and a formula that's going to help you step by step by step. There's sometimes you're going to have to look at the formula and say, this doesn't feel right in my spirit or in my gut and I can't do it. And you're going to have to make that decision and be solid on that. Understanding that you have intuition as well. And this shift is slowly happening because the strategy isn't always this step-by-step guide of how to make 10K. Like all of the content that I see that is like, you know, super popular is, well, here's five ways to make 15K or, you know, you can make 100K doing this. And that gets people going because they're like, oh, I just want the money. I just want the money. Show me the steps, yada, yada, yada. But we're moving into a season where you can't take somebody else's face and, and aura and body and try it on for size. You can't do that. You can't be like a carbon copy. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to be the next Olivia Pope. Like this is a season where you have to be your own self. You have to put your own spin to it. And a lot of women are in their wounded masculine because they simply want to just get into a structure and follow the leader. And there's not always going to be this set structure that this box that you need to stay in. When you're looking to become a thought leader and you're looking to heal people, especially with your service, and you're looking to move into new seasons, you have to understand that in the feminine realm, sometimes that looks like chaos. A lot of times that looks like saying no. Just like a mother, a mother's not always going to be all nice and sweet and baking pancakes in the morning. Sometimes a mother has to sit down and say, this is unacceptable. This is why. And we're going to work on not doing that again. And if you continue to do the things that you're not supposed to do, then a lot of times the mom has to come in with that lightning bolt, right? And be like, so you are aware of the consequences. So this is where we are. And as women in business, we're moving into that time where boundaries need to be at an all-time high because people who don't have self-awareness are not going to respect you if you don't put the boundaries up. We're not in a time of well, this person meant well, or I know this person has the potential to be sweet. I see so much in this person. No, you need to go off of what you see and allow yourself to give ego deaths to people as necessary. People know what they're doing. And oftentimes what happens is when you close those doors, those people will try to do either 
They will try to destroy you any kind of way they can. And when I say destroy, I mean like try to get your attention. Like they're trying to take your attention off of what it's been on. And they're trying to put your attention on nonsense, right? It's a very selfish line there. But it's just like a child. Like if you tell a child no and that child doesn't like that, they're either going to go then do what you told them to do so that they can get the thing that they lost back. Or they're going to have a tantrum because they feel that they have a tantrum that maybe you'll turn around and say, oh, please don't have a tantrum. Please don't have a tantrum. Come on, I'll give you what you want. And so understanding that, you see things from a different light. You now understand it is dangerous for me to not hold my boundaries up. And when you do hold those boundaries up, if that means there needs to be chaos or there needs to be a termination or there needs to be a complete shut off and walk off, I want you to know that as a person that is very intentional and careful with how I care for people, when people like us have given people multiple chances, because that's who we are, like we 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 don't just shut the door. We we have like a three step plan. Like, hey, I'm letting you know this is unacceptable. Please don't do that. Hey, I'm letting you know that this needs to happen. So can you do this? Hey, this is what's required for us to continue. Can you do this? Once we get to like three to five chances, which is already too much. Now, when the door is closed, you will see this person will either go on their way and do what they need to do because they already know that they could not, they did not have the capacity to do what was required. Or you're going to see that person act out because that person benefited from you in some kind of way. And now that the benefit has ended, now they're upset. But it's not your responsibility to take on their emotions, to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'll take you back in. No, because you've already been careful. And that's where that mental warfare and that spiritual warfare comes into play is because as you grow and as you go to your next level, yes, there will be people who are jealous of you. Yes, there will be people who are envious of you. Yes, there will be people who truly um, are triggered by you because they see, okay, how are you so solid? How are you just going to throw me away like that? Like they literally feel that way. Whatever is triggered for them, whatever, maybe they saw their dad walk out when they were a kid. And now when they see someone walk out on them as an adult, they feel completely abandoned as if everybody is just doing something wrong to them. And they're not realizing why that person left. Right. And so the mental warfare and the spiritual warfare that can come from a situation like that because the other person is not self-aware can be damaging. When you have two people who are focused on growth and two people who want a solution, you can always have a respectful conversation. But when you don't have that, that's where disrespect, drama, and overall just like miscommunication comes into play because you're such a person that's careful you're not just going to go to someone and just instantly be like no I need this I need that and calling them out their name and expecting that they're going to want to move forward and communicate with you because you understand that that's not who you are right you're not night and day you're not oh, I'm so sweet. I'm so inspired by you. I'm so excited. I just love you one day. And then when things don't go your way, now it's, oh, you need to do what this is this. And I'm upset and you're this and, oh, you're that. Oh, I'm going to tell the whole world and slant. Like it's not night and day 
who you are is who you are through every season in your business. When your business is not moving the way that you want it to move, you're staying solid. And you know that maybe your business, because businesses have seasons, maybe your business needs something different in this season. But if you're not solid enough to sit and listen and use your intuition to figure that out with maybe some guidance, then you're going to just be angry, throw things out the window, rant, angry, and all of those other things. And you could damage something that really was just a season of change. I learned that lesson this year. And I really hope that you understand that because in the Becoming Elite program, it's literally 12 weeks. But in there, we literally go through three different phases, right? The first phase is acceptance. I had to accept that I have triggered people. Like I have to accept that when I do the work on myself, that a lot of people have not done the same work. I have to understand that even when I make decisions, because I'm so intentional and because I want to make sure that not just I win, but I want to make sure everybody wins. I also understand I have to protect that space as well, but I have to accept that when I do those things that some people may not like it. And because of that, they are not accepting of it, but I have to accept that because I'm the person with the most self-awareness at the time. The second part that we go into is the emotions. Your emotions are your responsibility. They are no one else's responsibility. And that is a lesson that I'm teaching my children now. But as adults, a lot of adults did not learn this. They did not learn how to manage their emotions. So that second part that we go into is really diving into your emotions and diving into why are you angry? A lot of the times the anger, like the angry black woman stigma that is out here is shame. It's shame and it's worthiness. A lot of things that come up, maybe you are shamed that you are not where you want to be. And so it makes sense where that anger comes off as an attack, right? Like if someone is younger than you and they are building a business and they are generating millions and millions of dollars and you take that on as a trigger for you where you're like, oh, I'm 40, I'm 50 years old and I haven't seen that yet and I want to see it. And I think this person should make it easy for me because they obviously know how to do it. Well, that entitlement comes from the anger. And when you realize that that false expectation was really false and not true, that's a bad perception, right? That anger could lead to attacks and insults. We see it all the time where women are literally, yes, they're envious, yes. But instead of turning that envy into fuel to being like, you know what, I need to check myself because my envy is here because I really want it, right? And being like, I just need to check myself and stay on path. Instead, that looks like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to weaponize my money and I'm not going to pay you. Oh, you got it. Or that looks weaponizing their attention to you. Like, oh, so you don't care about me. So, so I'm just going to act this way. That type of guilt tripping and shame is very immature. And being a person who's self-aware, you have to be able to manage your emotions. Do not let people who react because of outside things 
make you get off your square. You have to be a person that's solid in your emotions because again, it's nobody else's responsibility. What makes one person sad doesn't make another person sad. What makes one person mad doesn't make another person mad. But if you're mad and you're expecting me to be mad, that is manipulation. Because now you're showing that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get some sort of reaction out of somebody. And that leads to so much unnecessary drama. And as you're going through the program, you start to realize, you know what? I've lessened my boundaries for people who knew that if they could take their emotions and weaponize them good enough, that they would get what they wanted in the end. And that realization can actually not only catapult you into your growth, but it can be frustrating. And these are the things people don't talk about, but we talk about it behind the scenes, right? When it comes to the final step, that's what we're talking about, those obstacles. Because just because you've accepted where you are, you've accepted what needs to happen, you've accepted those relationships need to go, and now you've gone through the emotional part where you realize that, yes, I am angry, yes, I am sad, yes, I do feel like I should be further in life, but it's also my responsibility, and you start taking charge of that. Now you move into that third part where it's like, you know what? I'm prepared for whatever obstacles come. I'm prepared that my new growth is going to affect people because they're so used to me being this way. And now I have to reintroduce myself. There's some people that only like you and that version of you that they like, you don't even like that version of you because you played small, you dimmed your light, you lowered your boundaries, you sat in mediocrity. And you don't want to do that anymore. And they thought that that was normal. And so when you make those changes, you understand that these obstacles are going to come up. And I have to continue to move forward with faith, with logic, with belief. I have to continue to move forward knowing that I am creating my next level while walking away from this level. And I need support to get there. And that's what the program is all about. Literally, when it comes to mindset, it's one of the hardest things to present because for me, I felt like, well, this is a conversation that is so hard to have when I literally look at just certain things. Like when I look at the industries I've been a part of, my goal has always been to raise the income ceiling. And in every industry I've been in, I've done that. I've raised the income ceiling. And I realized that it all boils down to the mindset. You might be thinking, okay, how does this relate to mindset or mental warfare or spiritual warfare? A lot of times the mind, like you have to be able to control the mind. When you're stressed, that is because you have uncontrolled thoughts, right? You're stressed about the late bill because you have not controlled the thought that you have ideas and ways to make the income to pay the bill off, but you allow what you cannot control, which is the late fee that they added or the red pass due that they throw on there to throw you off. You haven't worked on your mindset to be like, I can't control that. And I'm not going to make that make me overreact. What I can control is myself. I can control my mind. Maybe I need to sleep on it so I can wake up with ideas, but I need to continue to stay focused on my ideas that are going to get me the income I need. 
instead of me sitting here looking at this thing and allowing this thing to make me shift and move around unstable. And so I understand that we're starting this journey, we're starting this growth, but this 12-week program is absolutely the best place to start because once you get into my world and once you're like you're you're set that you want to go all in with me and move to your next level of whatever income amount you want to move into, you understand that I'm not here to coddle your emotions. And that's a real thing. I want to make sure I say that. I'm not here to coddle your emotions. And if you come to me and you get triggered because I'm in my power and I'm like sitting here, like looking at you like, hey, why are you not in your power? If that triggers you because you haven't worked on that shame, you're going to be overwhelmed and you're going to run away. You're going to judge yourself because you think that whatever you think, and then you're going to run away. And if you get the other side where you're angry and now you want to project onto me that I'm doing too much or that, you know, I'm wanting too much out of life or that something, you know, attacking me by my looks or whatever, if that is how you overreact because your perception is that me and my power is doing something to you, then you won't be in my space. And then I have to remove you. <laughs> and then it'll be like, well, she kicked me out. She did. Because it's no one else's responsibility to take on your emotions. And when you're a person that's in the service industry or you serve people or you genuinely love to help people, you have to set that boundary. You cannot allow people to use emotions as a weapon against you because your job is to literally provide a great service so that they are in a good emotion, right? But that expectation and entitlement is that you're responsible for that emotion and you're not. You're supporting that emotion that they already have. They want to feel great. They want to um, have convenience. That's why they hire you. But they don't hire you to be at their beck and call and, and hop and skip and make sure that they're happy. No, that's entitlement. And we have to start eradicating that because the next season we're moving into a lot of people are mentally tired. A lot of people are going through different things that have nothing to do with you. But that self-awareness piece and understanding that, you're going to have to be okay with giving ego deaths to people. It is not my fault and it's not your fault that their boyfriend broke up with them or their mama yelled at them or they don't have money in the bank or they can't afford it. It's not your responsibility to lower the level of access to get to you. Is your responsibility to stay on your square so that people can take that reflection, whatever, whatever trigger that comes up for them, so they can be honest with themselves and accept that. Okay, because we have to really get clear in this next season. So many things are changing and being receptive to the change so that you can be ahead of the change. It starts in your mind. Okay, please don't allow any goal that you want to achieve in your life to put you in a state of mental and spiritual warfare. Don't allow it to have you comparing yourself to other people. Don't allow it to have you, you know, showing up less than or giving up and being discouraged and being like, oh, things are just always happening to me. Like, no, really sit down and figure out where you want to be and 
get those emotions in check. And I truly, truly believe that the 12-week program can help you do that. All right. So if you want to get started with a 12-week program, you can absolutely look in the show notes. The link is there. And oh my gosh, the show notes. The show notes is new for me, okay? Because I'm a person that's just like, okay, let's just put the title, let's just put a little description and move on. But I've realized that like, I need to like really get this together. So we have show notes and then the show notes, you have the link to the Becoming Elite program so you can get started. And um, yeah, this is a program that's gonna change your life. It's the best investment that you can make for yourself. And if you're a person that's like, I don't know if I should invest to work with Nina or I'm not sure, you know, if I'm ready to invest at that level just yet. Well, hey, if you've been listening to the podcast for all this time and you're like, yes, these episodes are talking to me, then now my question for you is, are you going to take the next step? Because behind the paywall, we get even deeper. Okay, so... I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I'm super excited to go into quarter four. This is like my favorite time of the year because my sun and my moon are all in quarter four seasons. So I'm able to celebrate like so much in quarter four. This quarter four is going to be absolutely amazing. It can be the best quarter you've ever had. You can make the most in quarter four. You can make what you made all year in quarter four, literally. So, um... I can't wait to see you guys in Becoming Elite, the 12-week program, and I will definitely see you in the next podcast episode.